0: Okay, yeah, I was just sending you those names, so when we talk about it.
1: Do you know how they're actually pronounced though?
0: Yeah, O V and Saju.
1: And what about Chris Hemsworth? Is it
0: Tyler? No, it's Tyler. That's a joke. Oh, oh my god, that's actually funny. everybody welcome back to the this movie is podcast my name is emily and i'm here with my partner tommy and today we're going to be discussing extraction the new action movie starring chris hemsworth that's just been released on netflix
1: yes because this is a netflix original film we figured hey everyone at home who's either paying for netflix or stealing it from somebody else can join in on this discussion
0: yes so let me do a quick read over the plot so it says in extraction chris hemsworth plays a Mercenary named Tyler Rake. When Ovi, the teenage son of a drug lord, is kidnapped, Rake is called into Dhaka, Bangladesh to rescue him. The job, however, is a setup lacking the money to pay rake the drug lord's second-in-command Saju, plans to kill the mercenary once ovi is safe and sound when the kidnappers rivals of ovi's father redouble their efforts to get the boy back rake and ovi are put between a rock and a hard place with no choice but to fight their way out
1: yeah so i will say your plot synopsis probably filled me in more than actually watching the movie because i was so fucking bored that i just wasn't paying much attention and i ended up on my phone through a lot of the movie and that's something.
0: Oh. Throwing it back to our last discussion. <laughs> well, I actually aren't like you millennials. I don't have a problem not looking that, at my I phone. never
1: do that. That is something I actually never do. But I was so fucking bored with this film that I was just compelled. I just couldn't. I, I had a hard time getting to the end of this fucking movie.
0: And I don't even know what you do on your phone. You don't even have social media. Well, I have a job, so. Jeez, your life is boring. <laughs> anyway, and also I believe I messaged you recently and said did you hate the movie well and you said I I think you said I didn't hate it I didn't
1: hate it it was very boring to me I didn't really, really I just I didn't really care about anything that was going on
0: well that's like not new to your life
1: it's not but in particular well first off the kid deserved to get kidnapped so straight off the bat I don't give a fuck what happens to him.
0: Wait, why does he deserve to get kidnapped? Because he's like
1: the son of some drug lord guy. He's got all these security people watching his ass, and then he sneaks out to go to some club or something without telling anybody where he's going or what he's doing. Nah, you know
0: what? Yeah, which is pretty, pretty like typical teenage behavior. It is,
1: but that doesn't excuse it. That's a dumb teenage kid getting what they deserve. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't really give a fuck what happens to him. So are
0: you saying one day if your children go out to a club and sneak out, they deserve to get kidnapped?
1: No, there is a big difference between regular kids sneaking out and doing shit and the son of a fucking drug lord who's in prison and has all these crazy enemies and all this shit going on. Like you are in a position where you are going to get kidnapped or murdered or both.
0: So yeah, but I don't think he knew all the ins and outs of what his dad was doing, and it, I think he just thinks his dad was in jail for fraud or something, because he was a big businessman, and hey, just because his dad is rich, doesn't mean he doesn't get to, you know, have a little bit of fun party sneak out like normal people do. I'm not, say, I'm
1: not saying why that. Do you, why? why
0: do you hate O.G.? Because why I, do you hate him? So O.V.
1: He should have been like, what's the other guy's name? Saju? Yeah. He should be like, Saju, look. Here's the deal. I want to go to the fucking club. Okay. I want to go talk to some bitches. And can you accommodate me? You know, like just kind of stay in the corner away from everything, but you can keep an eye on me to make sure I don't get myself fucking kidnapped and or murdered. And you know, if you see me talk to a chick or something, there's no need for you to interfere. But if you see any shady guys coming up trying to start anything, maybe you could step in and help me out. And I feel like Look. Saju seemed like a good guy. He might have been like, yeah, kid, We're like, fuck it, you know. <laughs> We've all been there. So I think that's why right out of the gate, I'm like, fuck, this kid is an idiot and he deserves it.
0: Okay, well, first of all, he has a name and it's OV. And second of all, that's lovely. In a perfect world, I'm sure him and Saju would he'd be like, Okay, kid, let's get some beers. But that's not gonna happen. And if there's one thing that I have learned, you can't be told no to something when you don't ask permission.
1: So that is a very immature mindset of how to handle yourself in life. And again, for a regular person that doesn't have all these crazy He's a
0: regular person. No, so he's not. He's a son it's, of a drug not. lord
1: who's yeah, in but prison. He at. How do we know he doesn't know that? He
0: doesn't know that. He does not know that. Did they at
1: any point tell us? That he doesn't know that because I don't remember that.
0: No, but did you does at any point it suggest that he does know his father's a drug lord?
1: I mean, he must know his father's in prison.
0: Yeah, he does. I told you, it's for fraud. And I don't wait, know but, if that's all right, but the when you have a father in
1: prison that. and you have all these like armed bodyguard type guys, like specifically telling him to watch his ass, and wasn't there a scene in the beginning where they were telling him? I feel like there was.
0: Yeah, they were being like saying, "Do the right thing, do your homework," blah 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 blah. I don't know. But, I that, that's just any. He, he's no, just straight. I could have
1: swore there was a scene where Saju was like, don't do anything without me or something. I
0: think he, he, that's, yeah, I'm sure that did happen. But Saju just thinks like, shit, man, like, I'm trying to get some pussy. Or, or he didn't even, he didn't even, do you want to know what was cute, though? Little OV? He just wanted to go out and have a good time. And his friend in the beginning, when they were in the club, was saying, oh, wait, Okay, wait, hold on. I just had a memory. Maybe Ovi does know a little bit about what his father does because in the beginning when they were in the club, his mate said, oh, go go talk to those girls. Tell them who you are. Mm -hmm. Tell them who your dad is. I just remembered that. So maybe he knows that his father's – well, maybe it's under the disguise that, like, his dad's in politics or something. Look, anyway, I don't know. All I can say is leave Ovi alone, leave Brittany alone, leave Ovi alone, and let's just take this chance to move into Ovi. So why is it that you don't love him?
1: I'm not even saying, like, I didn't like him as, like, a human being –
0: Oh, cute.
1: I'm just saying he deserved to get kidnapped.
0: Okay. Well, who knows? But he did, in fact, get kidnapped. So that's where our became What was the
1: deal with that club in the first place? It was a club for like 14-year-olds? I think he,
0: just No, I think... I think... Actually, first of all, the drinking age in India might be younger.
1: I'm assuming it probably is, but even still. Like, it looked like everybody was really young. And no, I was it, like, What kind
0: not, of fucking... Nah, it's 28. What? Oh, the wait, drinking wait, age is sorry, 28? you sorry. 18 in some places, 21 in some places, and 25 in other places. Holy shit. That is nuts. Um, but I'm, I'm assuming he may have been able to get into the club because, you know, perhaps he has status.
1: I felt like everybody looked like they were his age, though. Am I wrong?
0: Yeah, those girls look pretty young. But anyway, so we had that scene where he gets kidnapped. But before that scene, we had the opening number, which was coming into the Kimberleys in Australia, which is a beautiful part of my country. Oh, my gosh, Aussie pride. Anyway, so those two Aboriginal guys. I'm starting to see kidnapped.
1: why you like this movie. You just see Australia. You're yeah. just like,
0: oh, Australia. I know, oh, my God, I so totally was. Um, So those were two Aboriginal people talking, which are the indigenous people of our country which have gone through a lot of hardships and have utmost respect for them so it was awesome seeing them and then we had old mate Chris Hemsworth having a little snooze then all of a sudden he just basically wakes up from his slumber and like jumps off a 30 meter cliff so that's how we got introduced to him as far as I know then it took us back to Ovi being kidnapped and then I feel like what I'm saying is a
1: bit messy. I feel like you're just describing the movie.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, okay, well, how, okay, well, we need to frame it around... Um,
1: you were miss. I have my notes and my structure. Now. I
0: do have my notes. I do, I do. Okay, so we've talked about Ovi, the main character. Let's talk about some of the other characters that we meet in the movie. So let's talk
1: about Saju. Okay. I want to talk about him first.
0: Okay. Because
1: he also deserved to die. Because Oh my
0: god, he was amazing! He
1: brought Chris Hemsworth to India because he was like, yo, if I don't get this kid back, this drug lord guy is going to murder probably my family and me. So I need to rescue this kid. I'm not able to do that, but Chris Hemsworth is a badass. He could do that. But I don't have enough money to pay Chris Hemsworth to do the job.
0: That's not Saju's, like, he doesn't have not enough money. The boss doesn't have enough money. So it's not like. It,
1: it yeah. doesn't matter. Either way, he can't pay Chris Hemsworth to do the job. So he says, fuck it. Let's just bring him here under false pretenses. And then as soon as he rescues the kid for us, we'll just murder him. Yeah. Fuck you. No. Like, fuck you, guy. Yeah. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed what to would like, feel anything you for this character. Friend. What would I do?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Think about it. You got it. I would I would tell Chris Hemsworth.
1: It. I'd tell Chris Hemsworth I'd be like, "Look, here's the deal. You're the only guy I knew that could rescue this kid. If I didn't rescue this kid, this guy was going to murder my fucking family. So I'm sorry I can't pay you the rest of what I owe you, but the alternative was to murder you." So I'm hoping that we can just be reasonable about this and just, like, go our separate ways. That's, that's like, how I would handle the situation. Well, that's... Chris still- Hemsworth seemed like a reasonable guy. Even after, like, the fact, he didn't want to, like, kill the kid or, like, let anything happen to the kid. So... I feel like if the, if Saju would have just told him, like, the deal, I feel like Chris Hemsworth would have been like, you know what, you're man? are really
0: oversimplifying this. <laughs> like, seriously. Am I wrong, though? Well, yeah, you. Are. I think you're you're a bit, like, out of touch with reality, like, similar to the suggestion you made about O.G. Ovi telling Saju that he just wants to pick up. Yeah. Like, come on. Anyway, I— why don't
1: I, we ever try this shit in movies? Why don't we ever just say, hey, let's take the simple approach and just—
0: Because, Tommy, that's not how movies are made. No, that's not
1: how poorly written movies are made.
0: All right. Anyway, I, on the other hand, really loved Saju. I thought he was, in my notes here that I wrote as I was watching the movie, I made notes that he was a very three-dimensional character. Or or do you say two-dimensional? Three-dimensional. Three-dimensional. Okay. Um, He's a very three-dimensional character because... The scene when he was in the hotel room, he's super duper injured and he's calling his wife and he asked me to put on the phone to his son and he's like, Just daddy loves you and you be a good boy and blah blah blah. I was like, Oh my god, such you How do as if you didn't like Yeah, like that's I mean, all fine and good, so but conventional, Tommy.
1: But why did he feel the need to murder another man? That's that's daddy my thing. was
0: dude. He's a fucking, like, Indian gangster. What do you expect? Was he
1: not some sort of acquaintance or accomplice? of?
0: No. I felt like they knew
1: each other. Did they not know each
0: other? Jesus, I can tell you've been looking at your bloody phone. Did he
1: specifically ask for him? So he must have knew him.
0: I think he'd heard of him, but they weren't colleagues by any stretch. And Saju was, like, the second in charge of the dad who was in jail. So he's, like guard, like, bloody assistant. Doesn't
1: Chris Hemsworth even say at one point, like, why doesn't Saju do the job? Like, they know each other. I feel like they know each other.
0: I don't remember that part. I don't think he was saying Saju. I mean, I hope I hope it wasn't, but I'm pretty sure he was just saying... I'm
1: pretty sure there was. I'm pretty sure there was a C no, where he, he was like... He doesn't know what?
0: Saju. Do you know why? Why? Because if he knew Saju, why would they have been fighting? They both could see... Because him. he tried to murder him. No, he didn't. Yeah, but he tried to get the kid. It was obvious he was trying to get the kid firstly informed Mostly, then Chris Hemsworth was just like majorly fighting back, and both their faces were visible. So I don't think. Honestly, I could be wrong, and now I'm getting stressed, but I'm pretty sure they don't know each I other. I really
1: remember when the bitch when the bitch originally went to Chris Hemsworth and said to him, like, I really I appreciate it please. when
0: you say, like, you just refer to women as a bitch for no reason, and I'm serious well, about that. And she wasn't a bitch, she was a really amazing, strong character. She was a lovely she person. But when
1: opinion. she goes to Chris Hemsworth, and she gives him the job, I'm pretty sure he says to her, like, well, why doesn't Sazer just do it? So like, I think they know each other.
0: I have to rewatch watch the scene. <laughs> well, maybe we should have put this bit in the podcast because it makes it seem... You better. want to pull it up
1: right now? I can pull it up right yeah, now. Yeah, can you? I can. Wait,
0: fuck yeah. Oh my God. Okay, well, we we'll might have to trim that whole part out. I don't
1: know. That's some good stuff, though. There's some good material. It is funny.
0: Here. I'm just scared people are going to be like, what the hell? All
1: right, here's the scene with him and this broad...
0: <sighs> yeah, broad is better. Rival gangster is holding the skin in Duncan. I guess is in Duncan. Gaspers out of the
1: game. right, well, I guess he's talking about somebody else. So who's that other guy? Who?
0: What does he say? Why can't blah, blah, blah do it himself? I think that might be the dad. Oh, my God. I think I I might be right. I love it.
1: Let me put the subtitles on. (laughs) He says Gaspar is in Dhaka, and then she says Gaspar is out of the game. So who the hell is Gaspar? That
0: must be the dad. G-A-S-B-A-R.
1: No. Yeah. Can you look at, pull up, like, the IMDb yeah, or yeah. something?
0: Gaspar. Oh. I think Gaspar is the guy from The White Guy. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gaspar. So that's the white guy that's living in India. The guy from Stranger Things. I don't know. Oh. Yes. So he doesn't know. Wow. Uh- ding, ding, ding. Showdown. Emily, Wolf. All right. I got to get those sound effects in. I'm going to convince you one of these days. So anyway. Okay. All right. I was right. She's then, I'll give you that. They didn't know you... me to. Be I right. was
1: sort of right. I was sort of right that there was somebody that he knew. Yeah, there. but
0: also you weren't. So anyway. So, all right, whatever. They
1: didn't know each other. With that. That's fine. (laughs) But that's beside the point. The point is, he could have still tried to talk to him like a man and said, look, here's the situation. I can either murder you or we can just agree it is what it is and we just go our separate ways. So, I don't know. I'm just saying... If this was supposed to be a good guy I'm rooting for, maybe he doesn't try to murder Chris Hemsworth. Well, that's do you all. know
0: what? Okay, you must like Chris Hemsworth then, if you're, if you're feeling, you know, a bit protective over Chris. I'm
1: just a moralistic person, I think.
0: But then how can you respect Chris Hemsworth? He killed so many random people. Oh, no, Chris
1: Hemsworth is a piece of shit and he deserves to die oh, as
0: well. Oh, does anybody not deserve to die in the story? What about the Persian lady?
1: No, the broad is alright. Oh,
0: oh, that's but... nice. Okay. All right. So,
1: all right. So let me tell you my problem with Chris Hemsworth while we're just going down the list. He went to what's, I don't know. He did some sort of military thing overseas and he left his son to die. He's a shitty fucking person. And that's really all I have to say about that. That's a really like shitty thing to do. It is, but you know
0: what? I guess good, good people do bad things.
1: Sometimes. So I'm just saying, though, going down the list, we have like the three main characters in this movie that I don't really give a fuck about either of them because I think they've all done shitty things and fuck them all. That's what I say.
0: OK, well, I really loved all three of those characters you've just mentioned. <laughs> I loved Ovi. I loved Chris and I loved Saju. So, yeah, as I said, Saju I feel like was multi-dimensional. He had a heart. He didn't want to do the job he had to do, but it was his job. He was afraid of his own family. I really think you've been very dismissive of these lovely characters. Anyway, then Chris Hemsworth, my little babe, my little Aussie babe, Um I really liked him. Uh, one of the reasons was I thought he was a very, very authentic Australian character. A lot of it was because of so, the swearing.
1: So Australians are authentically the type of people that will just like, let their children die out of sight?
0: No, that was a tortured, a tortured scared man who made a, an awful decision. But anyway, he did a lot of swearing, which for any Aussies out there or anyone who has visited Australia, you will know. Or hey, anyone who's listened to this podcast, maybe. Australians do tend to swear a lot, and this was no exception in the movie. Chris Hemsworth swore so much, it actually made me ruffle. I remember there was a, after a scene where they'd just been, been fighting all these people, and, like, he's just bashed some guy into, like, a wall, and he just goes, fuck's sake. That was so funny. And then there was another part where um, I think all Chris's Hemsworth Made the movie have a slightly lighter feel, like it was serious but not too serious. And also the banter between Chris and Ovi, the little Indian kid, was actually quite funny. They sort of formed a relationship as the movie progressed. And there was a funny moment in the sewers where one of them says, we're in the worst smelling sewer on the planet. And they both were like, oh. And I was like, oh, my God, they're bonding. And also when Chris Hemsworth was fighting all those little child soldiers, he kept saying, piss off, little shits and shit. That's so Aussie. I just love it. Don't didn't did you like the swearing?
1: I didn't notice it. Really? I swear a lot. So I tend to not even notice those well, things. Well, definitely
0: there was more swearing than normal in that movie than in your typical action movie. There was a lot of swearing. Um. Um, and yeah, so I really I really thought that Ovi and Chris had a nice relationship and it got a little bit deeper as the movie progressed. And when they were in Gasper's house, who we'll talk about in a second, they had a nice sort of deep and meaningful convo upstairs, and it was actually like pretty decent. I think it had believable acting and great chemistry. Poor Chris, like that was I know he did the wrong thing, but clearly some people just can't handle this shit and that was an awful horrible decision he made and that nothing excuses it but I don't hate him it clearly was really like eating him up inside and anyway I thought it was really nice when they had that conversation and there was a very tender moment when Ovi says I want to go home and they had like a big hug that was really nice and it took I think it took a little perhaps a little too long to get all that character development it all sort of came in in the end in the night before the the bridge fight but I thought it was authentic and I actually appreciated their relationship together like they weren't boring to watch like they both had enough personality to carry them I thought I know you didn't like them at all but I think they did have good like their banter didn't feel forced it felt quite yeah I thought it was felt quite natural and funny.
1: No, I mean, yeah, that's like I, I guess you could say that's just the actors being actors that it didn't
0: Well, I think that little kid was a good actor. Mm. Just because you don't like his character, because you went to a no, club I, and you hate him.
1: I, I didn't say no, I didn't say I just said. Did I not just said, say? Mm. I think like no but before that, I said I was the one that said I think that was the actors like doing their thing and they did a competent job.
0: Okay, good. Okay. So we've got one positive word out of you. Competent. <laughs> That's good because I agree they did. It. Chris Hemsworth
1: is always likable and stuff he does. But this um, was
0: definitely um, I wanted to talk about this. This was definitely a sort of step away from most of the movies. Well, I mean, he's really, really done Thor. That's been his big ones in Marvel. But it's just kind of a step away from movies he normally does, which I'm getting. The feeling does he have a type
1: of movie he normally does? Because I've seen him do comedies. I've seen him do a lot of different well, I stuff. Think
0: this so is Good for him. Well, his movies that he done in the past. So he did. He's done a couple of yeah comedies, but they've more been family type comedies. So he was in. Um,
1: I don't know if I'd call vacation. Yeah,
0: vacation. vacation. Oh, you just watched that because it has Christina Applegate in it, didn't you?
1: Yeah, because I actually hate. Uh, what's his name? Ed face? Helms. I fucking oh, hate I love him. him.
0: Anyway, yeah, no, vacation was actually really funny. I have watched that, so I thought Chris was pretty funny in there. He's good at playing that kind of archetypal character. Then he played a similar-ish character in Ghostbusters. Don't even fucking yeah, anyway, talk about that which, movie with
1: me. Don't maybe, ever fucking talk about that. Basically, movie
0: with me. his character in both those movies was like hot but dumb. Like hot means well but dumb. And then obviously he had Thor in all the those Marvel movies. But this is kind of one of the first movies he's done that has been quite serious and quite definitely not. Appropriate for younger audiences, so I think I think personally it worked really well for him. Like I thought he was a good action star. Do you? I I
1: I would actually disagree that it it wasn't appropriate for young audiences. I disagree with that statement. You
0: think it was appropriate?
1: Absolutely in my childhood I was watching movies like that all the time and I think that this movie is a great movie for kids to watch because it's like a it gives them a lesson to learn like when your parents tell you not to do shit you might get fucking kidnapped and potentially well I don't know if you're
0: joking or not but I really don't think you should be a parent if that's the movie you think that kids should watch I grew up on I know but that doesn't mean that it's right Kids shouldn't be watching fucking heaps. So fucking weird when you say that kind of shit.
1: I hope it's a joke. What's. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with watching a, an action movie?
0: There's literally people being killed, stabbed, left, right, and center, children being flipped off balconies yeah. and shit.
1: Right. And I turned out perfectly fine.
0: Debatable, but anyway. Fucking highly debatable, but anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, I think Chris really fit in with that kind of um, genre. And I think. I mean, overall. I thought it was a great movie. So let's, let's, I know you didn't, but let's move on a little bit to talk about the action in this film. So I honestly thought it was incredibly fucking brutal, it was very graphic very violent action scenes like yeah as I just mentioned some little Indian kid gets literally flipped off a balcony and we hear his body thump on the floor like that is pretty intense to me and that's not too far into the movie in fact I filmed my mum; she was like screaming at this shit she was going (laughs) shit happened and I actually filmed it posted it on my movie review Instagram as I was watching it but anyway I thought it was really graphic and yeah like yeah, people being stabbed. and pretty sure that some guy got a rake in his face or his neck or something. And there was a scene. I don't know if you noticed it. I see that the thing with you, Tommy, is I feel like you make your mind up about a movie X minutes in and then you don't take the movie seriously for the rest of the film and you don't give it the respect. it. Like, I feel like you shut yourself off on purpose.
1: No, I disagree. So
0: what? You have a completely open mind? Yeah. I, I, I think you're lying. but <laughs> I'm not. I think you just watch it and you're like, no, nah, this is shit. And then you're clouded with this like judgmental sort of...
1: I'm purely 100% objective. When I watch movies, I can say what's good about them and I can say what's bad about them. There was no, there's no kind of personal bias for me coming to a movie like this. I know,
0: but I I, I think you, you make your mind up pretty quickly and then...
1: I will say that the way this movie started did set a bad tone for me. And that is the opening scene where he's on the bridge and it's an absolutely completely unnecessary out of sequence scene. I fucking hate that shit in movies when for absolutely no reason at all. It serves no purpose to the story whatsoever. It's just a gimmick that they're like, wouldn't it be cool if we started the movie with like a random scene from the end of the movie? It's like no it's like a gimmick and it's fucking stupid so yeah that right true. there that
0: was kind of yeah i don't know why they also
1: i feel like it takes away from a lot of the suspense going forward because you know like well i know the character's making it up until that point in the movie and nothing's bad is going to happen to him you know what i mean yeah i hate when movies feel the need to do that and they like so often. one
0: week later or one week before yeah
1: i hate that function. like pulp fiction is a, I, I mentioned pulp fiction before but it's a great example of a movie that it was a non a nonlinear story, but it was a nonlinear story for a reason. It is structured the way it is to tell a very specific story, which is the story of Sam Jackson, who is the protagonist of the movie. It's his story. It starts with him. It ends with him. Yeah. And the movie is structured in the way it is to tell his story. This is not, there's no reason for that fucking out of sequence bridge Yeah, thing there was no
0: reason for it, but at the same time, it went, the scene went for about a minute. So, like, don't go getting your knickers in a twist over.
1: <laughs> I'm just it, saying, anytime I see that right off the bat, it's like strike one. Yeah,
0: see, but that, you gotta keep an open mind. Anyway. I would like to reference strike
1: I didn't say strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out. I believe
0: you. Like I wanna believe you, but I just feel like you have <laughs> such a pessimistic attitude about everything that you don't open up your mind enough to just allow yourself to like enjoy the ride of action movies.
1: I enjoy the ride of action movies. I love action movies when they're well made, actually. Yeah, but movies. like
0: just like chill you
1: know i felt like the only memorable thing this movie had in it was that overly long
0: 12 minute chase sequence yes that awesome that was really well taken and well stylized yeah that was all
1: awesome. honestly if it wasn't for that scene that movie i feel like would be completely forgotten there would be absolutely nothing memorable or nothing of value in that movie if you took that scene
0: out oh geez man it's honestly exhausting to talk it to you sometimes that
1: was a genuinely good scene obviously it wasn't one take but it had that look of a really long yeah take. and i love that kind of creative cinematography and camera work so i give major props for that whole sequence great. I, that was a lot of work went into that fucking sequence no doubt so that right there that was a great sequence and i mean the rest of the action was fine I it was guess. I it I, was
0: there's absolutely nothing wrong with it it's awesome. there's nothing
1: it's wrong, wrong with it so cool, no it was, it, like was I said, it was
0: crisp it was like it was good.
1: It was fine. Maybe it was just the fact that I wasn't invested in any of the characters, that I wasn't enjoying it as much as I could have. I um, appreciate
0: like awesome action. Like, oh, no, I it do. Better, but again, I feel, like... I feel like it was better than fine. Like the action was really good. It was like the sound was good. It wasn't messy. Like, I think it was really good.
1: It was all right. I don't know. I just, I don't know why. I don't, I can't put my finger on why. It just didn't blow me away. I don't know.
0: Okay, well enough, but okay, what about the bridge scene? I think that was re- like the bridge scenes, that whole like climax at the end. I thought that was really good how they were coming with the helicopter they couldn't land. it went back. Ovi's like trying to sneak himself up. he's hiding in the bus and I think it was really good that one.
1: I'll be honest with you, that was a sequence where I was kind of a little bit on my phone. I was just, at that point, I was just kind of, like, checked out. I was like, I don't really fucking care what happens.
0: Well, I really enjoyed that scene. It was had great pacing, great sound, good editing. It was suspenseful. And then the Iranian Persian CIA chick is a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. And then she killed the frickin' general.
1: That was pretty stupid. That
0: was actually an amazing shot when the lady killed the man. That was really stupid.
1: What was stupid? You could have just done this from the beginning of the movie then. You could have just like gone into a public bathroom and just shot the fucking guy. And then saved all the dozens of people that died in the process.
0: Oh my god. Why what? like what's the point of saying that shit? Then there wouldn't be a movie. You could say that about shit in Die Hard as well. All right, Maybe don't fucking just... talk shit about no, Die Hard. No, but that's why it's annoying to me, because the... no, you can say that no, 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 no. action movie. There is
1: nothing like that in Die Hard. No, but okay? you could say
0: that about so many action movies. Oh, if he just did this, then this whole movie wouldn't have had to happen. No. You no, can say no. that, but no, but be honest, you can say that for like a lot and a lot of movies of all genres, but then there wouldn't be the movie.
1: Anytime something like that happens happens i will call that shit out and say that is bad writing and in this case no different it is bad writing it's like such a shitty way to end a movie they just want to be like well this guy got his comeuppance and it undermines the entire rest of the movie in doing that and that's why it's a shitty fucking ending. If she could have done that, she could have done that from the beginning. We didn't have to go through the whole thing. Tons of people wouldn't have died. It's fucking, it's a bad ending.
0: Whatever.
1: I know, like, you probably see that and you get all hyped on Like, girl power, yeah. Yeah, Doesn't-
0: 100%, absolutely. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking.
1: And, like, I would have had no problem if she, like, killed the guy... Some in some more sensible way that actually related. It was
0: good. It was suspenseful. There was no explanation for it whatsoever. Like they show the
1: guy going to the bathroom and then like his bodyguards are even like right there. But somehow she gets into the bathroom armed and like kills him. Okay.
0: (sighs) All right. Well, anyway, I feel like I'm blessed that I'm not the kind of person that watches a movie. I think there's, like, two kinds of people. People who just watch a fucking movie and appreciate the fun, the entertaining, the action scene. And people who, like, are so obsessed with plot holes. Like, well, this wouldn't make sense if she just did this at the beginning. Oh, how did she do this? How did this? Blah, 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 blah. It's just like, watch the fucking movie. Like, yeah, it's called, it's called
1: there's, there's smart people who watch movies and there's dumb
0: people who watch right, I feel like some people don't really get to experience, like, the magic of movies because they just fucking movies are meant to make you like feel a certain way oh and I felt fucking bored watching this movie I just that's what you were gonna say and, but anyway me. I just feel like you need to just you just need to just chill anyway oh my god this is a stressful conversation for me <laughs> I hate it having to like I feel like I'm like de- doing a debate a formal debate and this is why, Tommy. I asked you the other day, did you hate this movie? I would no, not I have been though. able to have this conversation. The other, yeah, and and this is still how like bloody heated the discussion is. So I'm glad we didn't do it the other day because I would not have been able to do it. Lucky but, I, I mean, ultimately,
1: I say. do want to. I just I just want to say I did not hate the movie,
0: but fuck, I, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared to see if you actually did hate a movie. <laughs>
1: Let's talk about Ghostbusters twenty sixteen sometime. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I didn't like um, um. Anyway.
0: Anyway, okay, let's let's move on. All right, another thing I would like to talk about in this movie that really stuck out for me right from the beginning was the amount of cultural diversity in the movie. Tommy, before I go on to say what I want to say, did you notice anything in terms of the diversity, etc., that you may like to comment on?
1: Well, the movie took place in India.
0: Yes, sure did, which I loved.
1: So, I would expect there to be a lot of Indian people in India.
0: Yes. Well, fun fact, this movie is, I believe, based on a book and the original story takes place somewhere in South or Central America but as far as I know they sort of thought that that kind of movie set place in South America etc has been overdone so they decided to move it to India so I think that was a really cool decision first of all and yes obviously you'd assume a movie set in a certain country would have a lot of that nationality around so Indian people for this movie but in all these action movies even if the movie's set in X country there just seems to be be white people it's just saturated with white people everywhere whereas in this movie Chris Hemsworth was one of the only white people we saw for the entire first hour of the film and one of the only other white people we saw that appeared for more than one second was the Stranger Things guy the other white guy living in India working but apart from that there was so much diversity and so little white people and I really appreciated that. That's, I think that's something that's really important to say because I know, you know, sometimes people say, oh, well, we're setting the movie in this country. But then they just have all like white stars and the country and the people don't actually get any representation. So this movie, it's like stands off the white savior narrative. But
1: this movie literally, this movie literally had that with Chris Hemsworth.
0: No, it had Chris, but then like he was basically one of the only white characters
1: but he was the main character and he was the protagonist. Yeah, I know, that's
0: fine. But there was, he was like one of the only white characters where usually there'd be way more, even if it was in a foreign country.
1: I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll applaud that.
0: Anyway, I think that Extraction isn't the smartest movie that you guys will be watching during your lockdown, but it was had blow ups, explosions. It was entertaining. It was funny. It had good pacing, good sound, good cinematography, a cool set. So all in all, I really enjoyed it.
1: It was a movie and I guess there's worse ways that you could spend 2 hours. So, there's that. There's the one really cool action scene, so at the very least I guess it's worth watching for that because I do appreciate the technical aspect of what would have gone into to making a seamless however many minute long action scene that was. 12. So, props 12 minutes. It's crazy. So, I think that scene will definitely be remembered for a long time yeah otherwise i hope you guys all enjoyed this discussion on the movie extraction
0: yes me and tommy probably won't talk for a couple weeks after this (laughs) big disagreement so i hope you guys enjoyed it and please since our opinions are very different for this movie please leave a comment on instagram and tell me did you like this movie did you not who's right who's wrong i guess we'll find out see you next time